Thank you for coming. We're super excited to have you here. For us, Mars is our, our new theme, Space yeah. of Reality. Okay. For you, we're excited to have you here on our show, Jason. We want to talk to you about starting over. From what we know and where we've talked about throughout your story, you had to do that in the event. But for those of us who don't know you, who is Jason Turner? Uh, so, Jason Turner. So I work at St. Mary's University, um, wear a lot of different hats. Uh, a lot of it's around entrepreneurship, a lot of it's around youth development, leadership, and things like that. At the core, I'm, I guess you, I'm a human services guy, right? Uh, I'm a guy that likes the underdog. Um, which uh, this theme is interesting for me because um, you know you guys know me a little bit. Uh, I've had to do some starting over, and you know back in the day a little bit. Uh, and you know, to be honest though, I think I'm in an ecosystem right now in a spot at work where I get to start over every day, like. Every day we get to try something new, we get to work with new people, new populations. Um, and so now, I guess it, it, it's a good place for me because I get to help other people start over. Alright, so let's rewind a little bit, take it back, uh, kind of dive into maybe where that passion for helping people came from. So, what was the environment like growing up? So, yeah, I grew up in a, in a house with a lot of love. I, I, I had a, a lot of good reasons to, to, to do well, and I had the support and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for whatever reason, it's, uh, you know, that wasn't enough to get me through when things started to, to kind of, I wouldn't say totally fall apart, but, you know, I was, I was your classic kid that faced some challenges, and now that I got a bit of hindsight, I think, um, I think I was that guy that wasn't challenged very much in school, I don't think. Uh, I don't think there was anything at school that really grabbed me. Um, you know, math was challenging, but it wasn't Ooh. interesting, right? I didn't have anything to challenge me from a holy smokes, I want to do this, I want to do that, and you know, so I didn't learn to work for stuff that I really, really was passionate about. Um, and so as a result, you know, you talk about just disengaged, right? And, and aimless and things, and so the wheels just kind of started falling off. Uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff you get masked when you're young, when you're like, quite young but it's you know you get 15 16 and, and you start getting into other stuff as well okay and you know you add all that up and it, and it, it becomes more and more challenging to to skip through school and just and make it work so so you you definitely had to get through a couple of you know pitfalls and setbacks and things like that so in dealing with some of those setbacks what would you say has been your biggest one and um, how did you pull yourself out of it from a, from a bird's eye view, I would say, you know, the, the biggest one, if I had to pick something very specific, I would say that I didn't finish high school. So, you know, that's a big deal, right? That comes with a lot of, comes with a lot of baggage, you know, that, that comes with a lot of stuff that you have to deal with on the way to failing through high school. I mean, that just doesn't happen. You know, that was a three-year process. I had to work at Plunkett out of high school for three years before it actually happened. Um, so that comes with a lot of stuff, right? It comes it comes with a lot of guilt and fear, and yeah. um, you know, for a kid like me, you know, I was that kid with a bit of a little man, a small man complex, and stuff like that. I was always the always the little guy, right? I was. I remember, uh, you know, I'm you know, still a small guy, but uh, you know, I'm grade 11 and I'm 90 pounds and like five foot or something. Right, and and my friends are are six foot and, and five or five eleven and 190, 200 pounds. Of so that you know you add that and then not having success in school, um, and you know 
always having that personality that would say yes to anything without really any hesitation whatsoever. Um, you add all that kind of stuff up and, and um, yeah, it, takes, it just takes its toll after a while. Um, and feeling like that, um, what kind of feelings did you have? How did you cope? How did I go? I didn't. I didn't cope with that. Like I, you know, always put your head in the sand, pretend that everything's cool. You know, when a friend or somebody shows some concern, you either lie, push it outright, up. or just pretend that everything's great, or you talk about how great the party on the weekend is going to be, or you switch around. You become, you know, a lot of people are having challenges around that. You become very good at putting it on the other person, right? You know, how are you doing? Right? Like, until you, don't worry about me. It's all good. It's all good, man. I'm always. Good. How's it going with you? Right? And I also had that side where I genuinely cared about what happened with other people. I always had that side. You know, I, I didn't touch on that as far as, you know, growing up and things. That was stuff that was instilled in me from a, from a very early age. Uh, no matter what was going on with me, I was always interested in what happened with others. And you having that natural component of empathy and obviously being around, you know, in that environment, and there's also the distinction for you, right? You're essentially, you're per, you were keeping your personal inside and you were able to deflect other people off. Sure. And I think that's true with everyone. Everyone has a, a, you know, a face or a hat they put on that's their social hat. And then everyone has that personal, that internal hat that, you know, this is where I draw the line. Um, and so there are struggles and there are challenges, but you know, it, I think an issue whether it's dealing with youth or personally or you know, at the university level, one of the hardest things is, is trying to help people lay down some of those walls so that you can help them with those personal battles. Um, and so for this theme, you know, and with you in mind, how, how would you go through that? Because I know obviously you had, you had to deal with lowering some of your walls as well. So what were some of the things that you used to, to proactively do that? Yeah, uh, you know, I'll tell you right off the bat, uh, I'm a lot better helping others than I was helping myself. Uh, you know, um, I'd love to tell you that I had this structured path. You know, I'm not like you guys. I wasn't like you guys where you're very serious, committed young men that have plans and you have goals and you have a pretty clear outline. I'm sure there's some stuff that you're not sure about, like any young person uh, or any person, but you're very different. You have that mentality, right? And, and, and I didn't have that. I think that's that's where people that's where people fall apart, right? If you don't have something that you're shooting for. Like, it's, you know, I wasn't a sad kid. I wasn't a miserable kid that just, life sucks. I wasn't like that. I just didn't, you know, I didn't have that, that thing that would, would be able to pull me out. And I think for a lot of people, that's what you need. You talk about what you have to do to move on and start over. I think if you don't have that, something that just grabs you, um, then it's very difficult because what's the point, right? Like. You know, when I get out of bed now, every morning, I think, um, you know, not it's conscious every day, I, you know, but, you know, I get up in the morning and, you know, I wake up beside the love of my life every day. And that's amazing for me, right? And I go downstairs and I have the other two loves of my life. I have these amazing kids that I get to spend my time with in the morning before I send them off to school. Uh, but then I get to come in and I have this whole other world of other lives that touch me and are incredible and you know, special to be around and stuff. So I, you know, I get to help others start over a lot. Um, for me, honestly though, it's uh, to, to kind of bring it back around, I got lucky. Like I, you know, I fell into some stuff that 
um, yeah, I was ready for it, but it wasn't that I was actively trying to make things happen for myself. You know, I was, um, so after high school, I just kind of spun around the city, spun around uh, Canada, all over the place. I lived in all sorts of different places, um, cities and small towns, and um, doing predominantly working restaurants and kitchens and, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but just aimless and, and drifting. So, you know, I get to look back on that now with a bit of hindsight, and you know I can find the, the good stuff from each of those spots, right? I can find something that I was able to incorporate into my, into my growth, development, whatever. Um, but it certainly wasn't purposeful. Mm. I never had I never had a plan. Mm. Or I just didn't. It, it wasn't something. Um, I had a couple of lightning strikes moments in my life that, that provided me with opportunities um, to jump in and, and try stuff. And you know, thankfully, I had I had enough courage within, but I also had people pushing me from the outside. You know, I had my family, uh, I had some friends, uh, and then in, you know, later years, I, I had my wife that, that would push me to kind of get past all this stuff and, and try things. Um, you know, and you guys, you guys know one of the pivotal things for me was, um, you know, I would have been 20, 28 years old, and. You know, things were still not good. I was still up and down. Uh, what was important to me was still things like staying out all night and living that kid lifestyle, uh, that early 20s fun vibe and lifestyle kind of thing. And uh, you know, that was definitely again hindsight was was clearly something that allowed me just to live this life and uh, with, without really thinking about what I was doing. If I just stay out, just stay going, mm. always be in motion, never sit back and reflect, just say yes to everything, just keep going all the time. Um, it allowed me to, to, to kind of put that other stuff aside. And then uh, I got an opportunity in an isolated community in the middle of nowhere to become a high school teacher as a high school dropout. And, and so again, not a planned thing and certainly not a realistic thing. Uh, not something that, you know, is something that I'm very proud of that I was able to do that. And it was, uh, was the beginning of, of a, a real upward trajectory for me when I started to get my legs uh, and starting to figure out this is something that I like. And, and you know, immediately, immediately being gratified. Like, um, you know, for those that haven't, you know, I had, had, you know, by this point, 12, 13 years of, of really bad school lives, right? Like I said, it took me three, four years to kind of put it all together and actually flunk out of high school. So that's a lot leading up to it. And then there's a lot of residual stuff afterwards. 10 years of guilt, 10 years of fear, 10 years of you know feeling like you're not very bright or what's wrong with me. Uh, I wish I knew what I wanted to do when you were senior. Especially, you know, you get to 22, 23, and, and the kids that left you behind have now truly left you behind because now they're finishing university. Mm -hmm. And, and you haven't, you still haven't gone back to get a GED or anything. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier to help other people start over. There's, you know, anyone can go online and find some cool tips on, yeah. you know, what a young person should yeah. do, really falling apart. Uh, and you know, I think I'm pretty good at, I think I'm pretty good at what I do. Uh, I think my own background gives me, it starts off, it gives me a bit of credibility, right? Because people, understand because I share immediately where I'm coming from. I think people understand that, um, you know, I didn't have the hardest story or the worst story or anything like that, but there's elements in my background that, that, that kind of gel with, with elements from any, you know, anybody that's having problems, there's some parallels there. 
and that gives me some street cred with them immediately and it allows you know it allows me to start building that trust and things like that uh, and now you know in, you know in hindsight and after the work that i do and the people that i'm surrounded with at work and the people like you guys the students that i get to spend my time with um, i think i have figured a few things out and i think i have figured out how to help others you know there's still no ways to go and there's always new ways to do it but uh you know at our office we, we push the envelope we do new things we try stuff but at the core of it it starts with the belief in the people that we work with that you know what you just gotta give this kid the tools or show them some love give them a hug after they've done something terrible just hug them and remind them that it's okay and, and that the program goes on and you know don't worry about it every day you start over right you know one of the things um i can't take this quote for myself uh, my best friend and, and, and uh, manager, Michael, uh, you guys know Michael Sanderson, so one of the things that he always talks about um, that, I've never, that I've always cared with me is the idea that every day you wake up and you can redefine yourself and get to start, start over, right? Like, you have a decision to make. So if you're in the middle of some bullshit, in the morning you decide, am I gonna continue on this path or am I gonna try to make a switch, you know? And we're lucky now, you know, if we are in a position at the office and the programs that we run, where we're able to offer the tools and then the open doors for people that are necessary for them. If they want to walk through it, then the world is there. It's like we see it all the time. We see incredible growth and development in a very short time. Um, you know, we're truly blessed that we're able to, to provide these kind of supports. Being able to go, looking at that, I think there's a lot, I know there's a lot in what you just said because being able to revisit a new every day or look at somebody new every day with a different perspective is hard, but it's, it's, I think it's important because what you're saying, well, you know, you're essentially you're never as high, you know, you're never as high as you feel, you're never as low as you feel. Um, and through your story, what we've talked about, Starting fresh, it's super important to, to be able to revisit with a fresh look, but you have to celebrate the many successes, the day-to-day yeah. -day successes, because every day you're gonna come up with something inevitably. There's gonna be a challenge, and you have to look at it with a fresh picture because just because you won yesterday, like you said, doesn't mean you're gonna win today, mm. and doesn't mean you're gonna win tomorrow. So you have to be able to kind of celebrate the day-to-day -day successes to, to build that momentum. So as a recommendation for, for others, or even for your you know, your past self, what, what would you say? My message is always based in hope, I guess, like hope that there's gonna be something better. Um, you know, if I put in some effort, that something's coming out of it, right? Um, my message is usually, you know, something around transcending what others, have, uh, what others think of you, right? Like trying to get people to understand that you're not that picture that other people see, depending on, um, depending on whatever, whatever your story is, you're not necessarily, you know, because you have to remember, like, when you have things like mental health issues and things like that, and of course, too, like, you know, it's very easy to see the, the star students and stuff that are doing all the work and the volunteering and the, the getting job offers and they get scholarships and they're captain of their teams and this, like, it's very easy to make the mistake of thinking that that person's got their shit locked down, everything is great. Well, I'm in a position, I, 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 get to, I get to be with those students all the time. And I get to see the cracks in the foundation, right? So, 
I think that's a lucky spot to be in because I think it, 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 it allows me to realize that no matter who you are, you still have stuff to deal with, right? And that you still have to, again, start over and reinvent yourself. Um, you know, because it doesn't mean they're, they're all these things, but it doesn't mean they feel like all those things, right? Um, just like the messed up kid that is not going through the traditional path, they're not all those things either. They still have greatness within, like they still have something that, that they have to offer other people. Maybe it's, very, maybe it's, it's hidden really deep, and maybe it's, uh, maybe it's uh, you know, have one positive relationship in your life or something that you can draw from, that you can say, listen, I know how much you care about those, those nieces or those nephews or whatever it is. So, you know, you gotta do this stuff for yourself, but what about them? Like, you know, what about using them as a motivation to be a better guy, to make better choices, to take better care of yourself and things? Um, you know, I, if I had a, like a, a, like a clear message to give, you know, 20-year-old Jason, 17-year-old Jason, 25-year-old Jason, uh, it would be, you know, you're not such a bad guy. Um, you have to be willing, I think, I, I tell myself that you'd have to be willing to see yourself the way others see you. And I think that's an important exercise. It's something that we do with our, our groups, for instance. Um, you know, the reality is no matter what path you've chosen, there's a lot of people that don't feel good, right? They can, they can put that mask on and they're great at school, they're great at work, all these things, but then they go home and they're not, right? And they, they don't feel like that at all. So, and then you've got the, the flip side, the folks that shouldn't be feeling good based on what we know about them, right? Um, but what, what they have in common is that they need that affirmation. They need others. They need to see what others see sometimes because the idea that you can't see the forest for the trees or, you know, you got to take a step back. It's hard to look within, right? Sometimes you're too close to the problem or something. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, I think it accomplishes two things when you bring people together and you, you, you get get them to get a perspective from somebody else, you know, you get to hear what that person says, so you get to realize, geez, well, you know, I really, I respect Kanar. And if he thinks these things are, are interesting or, or cool or smart or unique or whatever about me, then that's, that's great, I can appreciate that and that makes me feel good. But I think, you know, at the same time, I think that the Kanars don't have the opportunity, don't take the opportunities enough to tell people these things in, in general, right? Um, and I think that that does a lot. If you're a person that can that can share with others your true feelings about who they are, um, I think that helps you grow and develop. And I know it makes me a better person, makes me feel good that I'm able to pull somebody aside and share with them because I know what it means. I know what it means to one of our youth. Again, whether it's an at-risk youth or a student or whoever, I know what it means to somebody to be pulled aside when they didn't have to be pulled aside and to be told something that somebody thinks is special about them. Um, so that, you know, that would be my message. I, I think it would be, you know what? <clears throat> you know, maybe start working a little bit harder at some of this stuff. Maybe start looking for some of these ideas, uh, but they will come, you know. Um, it took me a few years longer than a lot of people. Some people, it's a, a few months, they, they don't, they don't sort out what they want to do, or maybe you, maybe you take some school class, like an undergrad class or something, and maybe you realize you got to go back to the drawing board and, and take another program or something. Great. Yeah. For me, it took ten years of like just floundering and not not having any clue. I'm Jason Turner, and this is my voice.